and welcome to another lovely I knew there episode. Also, I knew there was someone just <laughs> excited. Like I don't even know what to say. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. Hi, me. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Hi, everyone. Uh, May is excited today. I do not know Yay. what. Okay, I think I I have an I I have an idea. I think <laughs> it's because of today's episode. So May, tell us what exactly. I just want us to go straight into it because uh-huh. of how excited you are. You know, help us share 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 this excitement. What exactly are we talking about today? Okay. Um, our topic is trade by butter, right? Hmm. And. Yeah, before we start, I'll just explain a little bit about what trade by butter is, right, in the economic sense. Oh, okay. I'll make it very easy. So, you know, in the olden days, before we ha- started dealing with money and currencies, we had to use, if if you want yam and I have potatoes, you give me the yam, I'll give you potatoes. Mm, so, basically a transaction. Exactly. So that's literally it. So now let's put it back into our podcast because I know people are like, okay, so what are we doing? Are we doing economics? Buying and selling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this trade by butter topic, I think it's really going to shake a lot of tables because Mm. it's really going to challenge a lot of what we have known and believed. Right. And Especially for me, because this is something I was dealing with, you know. Mm-hmm. I think since Eru talked about every day we cry, like literally every day, I was like, let me actually tell people what I'm experiencing every single day. So, trade by butter is a very dear topic to me. And it's fun- It's funny that you say this now, because I mean, we had, that was the introduction, was literally every day we cry. So, yes, I- guys... May did not it didn't hit her then, it, right? Exactly. So now yeah, now it hitting different, right? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So Eru, have you yeah. ever found yourself thinking that to get answers from God faster, you may need to do some things like some walks, maybe fast more, pray harder, you know, something. Have you ever found yourself in that kind of light? <sighs> Um, hmm. N- now that you ask, like reflecting, I would say some. I would, I may have found myself in that mm. position, right? But it's mm. not something I'm conscious of. Mm. So maybe it's subliminal in my head. It's just like low key, not saying anything. But I think more than anything, most believers, right, have built a mansion on that belief. Right, more than anything, yeah, because they believe, <laughs> because they really they they believe they believe they ought to do something, and now mm. when things are not how they pan out, they get frustrated and there's a lot of doubt, and mm. a, a good example is like you said, like praying, like praying and even fasting, appear mm. to be top on that list because most times mm. people say, uh, "I've been praying since and." It's like it's uh, I think May had coined the word. Yeah. It's in a cel- celestial voicemail. You know, it just they they hang. You know, kind of thing. Ex- ex- exactly. I want to give an example. So there was a time I was listening. To, I was listening to a testimony, and someone was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I it's because I sowed this seed. It was because I did this. You know, I killed into this, mm-hmm. and then this happened. And I did the exact same thing. And I'm like, so what happened to me? 
you didn't you didn't you didn't position I, yourself you didn't do like how the person <laughs> did <laughs> do your test like this <laughs> i was so upset you know yeah because i went back to god and i was like i prayed mm-hmm. i fasted i did every single thing you know yeah why didn't this happen mm. and you know this i really have to just call out myself here because i was like i know i prayed more than this person mm. i know mm. Mm-hmm. so but this person see how they just got it you know you will just hear somebody you ask someone oh how did you get it and person like oh i just did this and i just got it it's, me i've been sweating since yeah. what is happening yeah. uh, well i mean it, it, you know it kind of it makes you go back and question things for instance um you ask yourself what's the purpose of prayer like why am i doing all of this yeah i literally you know? did why I asked. if mm-hmm. if if i'm not getting anything that's why am i praying Mm-hmm. right um if god is not going to answer like what's the point of all of this what what point what's the point of your actions why are we fasting you question mm. a lot of these things and you know it's funny how thinking about it the question part is is what is this happening because you know you're doing this thing like i know you have experienced that like for you what's that mm. i mean you've experienced um, that what's what's that you know, you know what I'm going to do now to mm. to answer this question. I'm going to first take you away from this um, topic, then bring you back, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll start okay. with John 19 verse 30. You know, mm. so at this time Jesus had received um, sour wine; he was about to die, and mm. he, um, then he said, "It is finished." And mm. bowing mm. his head, mm. he gave up mm. his spirit. Powerful, powerful. You know, that it is finished. It always gets me. I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't think like it's finished. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go mm-hmm. on, please. Sorry, I got. I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was like, why did Jesus say it is finished? What is really finished? You know, because I'm still having to do this and that. Do you mm. get? So mm. my question was, what is that? It is finished. Can we? Can we explore it? You know, and okay. I, I have I have my take on here. So they are very intense, like I said, pretty exciting for me when I hear just three words and mm. they crown everything for us, right? Mm. So they take a lot of power and tying this to I think it's um Romans five verse mm-hmm, six to mm-hmm. eight. Like mm-hmm. it also emphasized that Jesus died for us while we were still ungodly sinners. Mm, mm, right? Mm, so mm. what do you like what do you think you had done that had made him die? Did you fast? Did you pray? <laughs> did you sweep the church for him to actually like did you did you do any did you did you bleed for you to mm. have that that mind to say I've done all of this works. I should be expecting. Like, did you have to do anything before Jesus said mm. it is finished? Mm-mm. You know, it. And, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I need to say something. You know, yes. I like that the Bible said while we were yet sinners, like while we were mm. yet in sin. So yes. it's not like oh, I've started to become righteous. I've started to do one or two things. No, like we're still deep in that sin, and He died mm-hmm. for us. So it, you can't say. You did anything to deserve it. It, it was wasn't your works. Gift. It wasn't your works. Yes. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't pray. You didn't pray out yourself to salvation. 
yeah. it wasn't your and even work. if you say yeah even if you say it's your works you know in Isaiah 64 verse 6 it says like we're all dirty with sins even our good works are not pure they're like mm. blood-stained rags mm. right so that's that like no no matter what yeah no matter how good you say your your works are you're still not seen in like in god's presence as good mm-hmm. it can never be it can never be enough mm. so really when you go back and you think about this thing when you think your works are not enough then what exactly is like what because i'm trying to tie this to trade and butter because that's the mentality we've yeah, been sold exactly from church you know- from mm-hmm. religious, like it, it had to be something, like you know, mm-hmm. you know. Please help us, help us, help us, because I'm pretty yeah, excited so, of the topic too. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to go back to like my story. So yeah, after I'd been like, um, but I did this, I did this, I did this. Why am I not getting it? You know, mm-hmm. I, I decided to start. There was this, um, how how will I put it? There was this hunger or this passion to search to like find the answer and yeah. i realized it wasn't by anything like it wasn't works you know rain still falls on everybody irrespective of whether that person is evil or whether that person thinks they are good it still falls mm. on everyone your father mm. is a loving father he will give you everything you know mm-hmm. god started to explain it to me he said imagine your father you go to meet your father and you say i gave you food today so you have to pay my school fees He's going to look at you, irresponsible father is going to look at you and he's going to laugh. And he's going to be like, I would... I like, I like that you said the irresponsible father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he'll be like, irrespective of what you do or you do not do, I will still pay your school fees because mm. that's my responsibility. Mm. You know? And it, it took me aback and I was like, so irrespective of what I do, I do not do, God has said he's going to take care of me. He said, I would not beg for bread. You know, there are promises in the Bible that he said I would, I would get, right? So, and I went back and I said, so why didn't I get this and this and this? First, Uh it's like, first, remove your idea that you have to work to get it. Uh And also know that, you know, there was an example we did when we talked about, um, if I'm driving to, from point A to point B, Uh right? And then you come and tell me, oh, can I follow you? I want to get to, um, before maybe before point B, I want to stop there and get something. It would be easy for me to say, oh, follow me, than me driving from point A to point B and tell me you want to get to point C. That's not where I'm going, so you can't follow me, right? Mm. And now this point A to point B is God's will. If you're going from point A to point B, which is God's will, God is driving you through it, yeah. and you need to get something. All the benefits will come, right? Yes, <laughs> it will come. I even, as you ask, um, according to his will, you know, that's why I say act according to his will. It will definitely come because you will definitely get it as you're following him. It will mm-hmm. come. But if mm-hmm. you go and say, Oh, I want to get something in point C, it's like I'm not going that direction. So I can't give that to you. Do you so you're away from God's will. You're away from it. So he's going to give you because you're going in that same direction with his will. That's why I say, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. It will mm. definitely be added. So when I started mm. to realize that it wasn't really what I did, to be honest, even if I prayed from now to tomorrow, if it was not according to his will, he won't give me. Mm-hmm. Even if I yeah. fasted, I did hunger strike, mm-hmm. he won't give me. Even if mm. I swept the whole church building from now to tomorrow, he won't give me because what I was thinking was I was in a trade by butter. Since I've done my part, you do your part. 
So, but like, but me, this brings the question: like, where do you think we got it wrong? How did we, how did we get here to believe that we have to do works in order to push God's hands to bless us? You use keywords. You use God's will. You've used responsible father. These are very like good insight as to know. Yes, this is what our father. This is what Abba is, right? But why do you think that we believe that it's by doing something that would get God's hand to move? Is it a misinterpretation of the scripture or the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. Like, what exactly? Where did we? Where Where I did think, this come from? I think you. Like you said, I think it came from misrepresentation of the scripture because um, I think we took our daily activities even before we knew God and we blended them with the scripture. So mm. then, and that made perfect sense to us because you don't understand why someone would give you, like the example I gave from the beginning, the cow and um, crops, for example. Mm-hmm. I won't come and just give you cow if he did not give me crops, they had to be a trade and butter. So it didn't make sense how I'm coming to God now and I don't have to do something to end that. Like I, it needs to be a trade by butter. So I think it was a preconceived notion, even before this, the word of God came, that people now carried mm. into. And it just felt pleasing. It felt right, you know. So we just carried it and we made do with it. And now it has become, you know, over time, it has now become a tradition that even if mm. people cannot see it really written in the Bible, they want to still practice it because it has passed how many centuries. So, you know, it's just, it's part of what do you we think, do nowadays. Do you think that we in the church, the part that we play in the church as Christian leaders I think it's really leaning towards those things as well because you find out folks saying that you must you hear some testimonies and they tell you oh this is what i did so how do we balance these things like i believe that like how do we balance it what exactly is your doing versus what is your benefit as a child of god because you don't have to do anything to benefit from what god's will is in your life you really do not have to do anything so what exactly or we church leaders saying in order to make people doing things. So I think there's a balance. Like, how do we really speak to this? Okay. Um, I think, I think to balance the whole thing, because, you know, some people will be like, oh, now I know that I don't need to do anything. So I'm not even going to pray. I'm not going to fast. Though. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do absolutely anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, there are some people like that. First, you should know their, their laws and their principles. There's seed time and there's harvest time right so for definitely instance, Bible yeah. says if you yeah for instance if you sow you reap yes. if you plant a seed you it will definitely germinate and bring out fruits mm-hmm. it's the yeah. same thing in giving doing good um these things if you do it from the intention like from the goodness of your heart and you're not doing it because you're saying oh god you have to give me this now you know like for example if you want to um you just want to appreciate your parents just because you just want to you know, not because you're expecting mm. them that if I appreciate them now, then they will pay my fees the next day. No, you just want to appreciate them for being amazing parents. You know, that is different. So, for example, you want to give offerings to God. You don't give because you're saying, so I've given you this. So by tomorrow, you have to give me my answer. No, you give 
god right from the goodness of your heart right and then it's also it it is seen as an acceptable gift if god decides to bless you because of that that's fine even like um fasting right people mm-hmm. sometimes fast because they think oh if i fast now god will answer my prayers no fasting is a time when you're able to silence distractions so that you can hear from god clearly because mm-hmm. god is always speaking but there are so many distractions around us for example you can do the social media fast you see you're always online. You're always scrolling. God is trying to talk to you. He's trying to say, I want to hear from you. But you're just scrolling. You're just laughing, you know, mm-hmm. on various channels. And this time you you set it apart and you say, I want to hear from God. And you hear from him, right? So this is a time you like silence the noise. And yeah. he can tell you, you know, do this or do that or do. But you know, you're not coming. The reason why you're coming to fast is not because I need him to do this or do this for me. Is because mm-hmm. I need to hear his voice clearly. There's a lot of distractions. Mm. Do you get? So even with everything, even with prayer and everything, prayer, for example, the way we are conversing, I want to get to know more about you. So I will speak to you. It's the same way mm. I need to speak to God. If I claim to love him, why don't I want to speak to him? You understand? You know, yeah. there was a funny um, instance I gave you one time and I realized and I was like, I was like, wow, this is what we do every time. Imagine I come to you first and I heal you. I'm like, boss, chief, chairman. You know, you're not smiling, you know. Then I'm not like, okay, you know, I've come today again. That's 200K that I asked you for. Mm. You say mm. you were going to give me. What is happening? Is that a communication? Do you get? Do you see how it's it It sounds like a demand and it's uh, there's no basis for that kind of you conversation. Know, and I do that every single day. You hear boss, chairman, then I will go again next and say, you have come again, you know, this thing. I'm not coming to get to know you. I don't even care about who you are. That's the truth. I just want you to give me what you're supposed to give me. And you said, if I pray, you will give me. So let me pray. So you can see the trade and battle that is going on mm, in a lot of situations. Mm. So now what we're t- um, telling people today is when you're coming to God, it's not a trade and battle thing. He has already given it to you. He has given you all the blessings freely he gave you you did not need to do anything for him to die on the cross for you mm. so if you want to have a personal relationship right that's different mm. that fantastic makes sense so uh like you said it's not a trade by butter type of relationship right the reason why we have to do the the things the actions the prayers is because it's it's even given the bible actually said something about the fervent prayer of a man meaning that we this, this is how we are sustained it's even for our sake mm. it's not to move god's hand mm. like you say very equal mm. to when you say fasting fasting is to clear the noise around us to seek god's face it's again edifying us it's for us we just have mixed up a lot of things like you have said baseline that mm. we as humans we constantly have a trade by batter mentality you know and you have clearly said it mm. god is not doing trade by batter whatever we're doing we're doing for ourselves your prayers are not moving the hands of yeah, god and I, I just realized yeah and i just um realize something when you do a trade by butter and you seem not to get what you've asked god for you start to get angry at him you start to get upset mm. you start to get cheated because mm-hmm. the intention of the prayer 
was to get this particular mm. answer. So you feel Exa- very cheated and you feel like God is not a faithful God. Your, your relationship with God is not a transaction. It's basically what we are saying. It's not a transactional relationship. It's a loving father-son relationship. He has called you to partake mm. of his glory. Nothing, you're not bringing anything to the table. The things you're doing that so-called action, mm-hmm. like your faith walk, your prayer, your fasting, is to edify you. It's really to edify mm. you. You're giving reverence to him. Mm. He doesn't need anything from you. Mm. Um, I think there's a... I can't remember the verse now. Like we are beholding him like a glass, like a mirror. We are looking to that reflection. So we are like him. These are the things he is and mm. we are trying to get that, you know. Um, but mm. it's... Uh, it's I, I really love the fact that we are beginning to crunch on this. Our relationship with God is not trade by batter, right? It's And you said... If it's a transaction gone bad, you would feel cheated. Meaning, I've done my part. Why haven't you done your part? In yeah. fact, it takes me back to when he gave the first covenant. When he was with Abraham. Abraham did not do anything. God made mm, that covenant okay. by himself, with himself. He didn't need anyone. He told him, bring this. And he passed the light, the lamp passed through the carcass of the, the, the animals. That was it. God didn't need man for it. So understanding mm. this baseline would make us know that what we are doing is to edify us. It's mm. not for God. Our giving, mm. our fasting, you're sweeping the church, being a nice person, you know, don't being perverted. Don't don't lay back and say, oh, because of this, I don't have to do You, you don't want to be lascivious. I think Paul says something about lasciviousness mm. in mm. one of those epistles, you know. I, I mean, thank you so much for this insight. It's just mind blowing. Thank you. To be honest, like even as I kept saying it, I kept like learning a lot, and I'm like, wow, mm. I have to listen to this podcast. This this, this episode. <laughs> we we all do. We all do. We have to. Really. We have to. Anyways, guys. Um, from the studio, we're signing out. I always remember that God loves you. Me, I know. I know you like. You like you to sing to it. You. <laughs> i'll say it again i'll say it again okay. and you guys um yeah before we go may your faith be strong your prayers be heartfelt and your actions be guided by love and remember god, god loves god. you god loves you guys god loves you so much see you next time see you guys next time bye